All right, uh, welcome to the uh, Eric J. The Great podcast show. We got a, a special guest on the show today, uh, hip-hop artist uh, Money Mitch. Uh, how you doing? I'm good. How are you? Hey, I'm doing all right. Um, for anybody ain't never heard her music before, we're going to play uh, one of her songs, and then we'll get into the uh, questions. faster than usual that's really what i'm trying to you know practice more on fast rapping oh yeah yeah so uh first off uh tell the people where you're from and uh how old are you um i go by the rap name money mitch i'm 29 years old and i'm from chicago illinois okay so um What's the first thing that comes to your mind when you hear your hometown? <laughs> Mouse house, cold weather. <laughs> uh, shoot, the the water, the, like the lakefront, is definitely a nice place to go view some things. Um, skating, juke parties, stuff like that. Oh, okay. <laughs> So uh, kind of describe how it was coming up in Chicago, you know, for anybody that ain't never been there, kind of describe your, you know, your upbringing as a kid and um, some of the struggles and stuff you had to go through growing up in Chicago. Um, As a kid, I, I ain't gonna say I was bad. I kind of was neutral. I was good and bad. Uh, the, Some of the things I had to go through, hmm. Fighting, <laughs> the fighter life, <laughs> uh, partying, skate rinks, stuff like that. It was my upbringing was pretty fun. I can't really speak for nobody else, but it wasn't it wasn't as bad for me. Oh, okay. But uh, so you had a, a pretty stable household, uh, household, two parents or one parent or. Um, my biological father was not in my life. However, my stepdad definitely picked up his slack. So for the most part, I'll say I was well taken care of by both parents. Oh, okay. Yeah. You got any siblings? I do. I have 
four siblings on my mama's side, and I got four siblings on my daddy's side. Okay. Are you the oldest? I am, me and my twin brother on both sides. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, uh, what type of activities you was into? Did you uh, play sports and stuff as a kid or? Uh, yeah, I played basketball, volleyball, track, um, softball. I was real athletic. Um, I was in a lot of clubs, book clubs, academic bowls. I was a geek. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> I was a smart girl. So I, I tried to always keep myself in something, no matter what it was. Mm. Yeah. I feel that. So um, did you have anybody that was close to you or in your family that was involved in the music business? Uh, That's crazy because I just found out that my, um, my uncle on my daddy's side, he was in a famous group in Chicago called the Donald and the Jenkins or something like that. They made music back in the day. Um, my cousin on my mom's side, she rapped, but for the most part, it's really not that many people in my family that do music. Oh, okay. So what uh what really led you to go down that route as far as doing music? Um, it's just something I always been around growing up. Um, my family was definitely music heads, especially my mama. She would always clean up the music and stuff. And I would always just follow her around the house, dancing, or I stand in front of the TV, rapping videos, mimicking the stuff they was doing. So I kind of want to say it was just in me. <laughs> <laughs> I can feel that. So who you grew up listening to? Like, uh, who was some of your favorite uh, artists? Uh, Tupac, Jay-Z, Nicki Minaj, Lil Wayne, Drake, Chris Brown. Uh, Trey Songz, Lil Kim, Foxy Brown, people like that. Okay. So uh, where did you get your rap name from? <laughs> uh, it's funny because it's really money, Mitch, not Mitch, but everybody said it, I guess, and that's <laughs> the paid in full, but uh, I I, call, I started calling myself Mitch in, Mitch in college, and I just added the money in front of it. And I just went with that. My rap name before that was Shelly Shells. That it just wasn't given. Oh. <laughs> I had to switch that around. Oh yeah, I can feel that. So uh kind of describe your first time going to a uh recording studio and uh was it easy for you to grab the concept when you first went to a studio and record or uh was it kind of a rough patch at first? At first, it was very hard because I'm I'm a shy person. So it wasn't so much of me, you know, rapping the lyrics. It was more so me presenting in front of everybody or going in the studio and recording in front of everybody. The very first session I ever did was with Mickey Hostick. Um Back in high school, I had a mentor and they used to just take us different places and do different things and... I don't know how we ended up in the studio, but I went with them and met Mickey. He kind of coached me on how to, you know, rap my uh, my rap. And so the vibes, it's just like when I got home, I was just like, man, that's, I really enjoyed that. That's something I really want to do. So I just kept pushing myself. 
I didn't really take it serious though until I got to college. So, yeah. So are you more of a writer or a freestyler or a mixture of both? Um, I'm a mixture of both because sometimes like, especially those last minute sessions where somebody will hit me up and be like, hey, you want to go to the studio? I have to just think fast on this. So a lot of times I do freestyle because I'm all, I rap like 24 seven in my head out loud. So it kind of come natural to me at times, but when I really want to, you know, put some hard ass shit out, I'll take the time and write it. Oh, okay. So uh, what, at what point would you say you had the confidence to really know that you could pursue it? Um, When I got down here in Alabama, when I came to college, uh, I somebody talked me into doing an open mic because I told them I rap and I did it. Everybody was liking it. So I just kept going like it was it blew my mind how many people actually liked my songs. I was just like, yeah, I'm going to stick with this. Kept doing open mics and then I started uh, going to open mics like locally around and I opened up for Young Dolph, Webby. Uh, I've been to a few concerts before, so. Okay, uh, so um, you're still independent, right? I am. And uh, would you sign to a label if it made sense or would you stay independent? It's kind of a yeah and no for me, but for the most part, I don't think I would. I I would rather stay independent, honestly. I rather just do it that way. So would you do a distribution deal? Yeah. Yeah, a lot of a lot of independent artists do, or at least do a distribution deals just so they music can get distributed everywhere, and then they. Because it's beneficial in some ways, so that's an opportunity I wouldn't pass. Oh, that's what's up. So when you initially first dropped your first project and people was able to to hear your music for the first time, how did people embrace you at first when you initially dropped that first um, song for people to hear? (laughs) It was crazy. Uh. G Herbo shouted me out on Instagram. Of course, I was still in college, so everybody was, they was fucking with it. My mama called me and was like, girl, how you, look, girl, how you get your music on Apple Music? I'm just like, I don't know, somebody put it on there for me, but for the most part, the feedback, they was fucking with it, and that just inspired me to just keep going. Okay. So, um, I know you in Alabama right now. And uh, but uh, kind of describe both places as far as the music scene in Chicago and Alabama, and um, versus like um, artists collabing with each other and stuff like that too. Um, music wise, here in Alabama, it's real easy for me to connect with other artists and work with them versus Chicago it's kind of hard because first of all everybody think they celebrities so they be damn that want you to pay a pay for a feature or something like that um I did a couple of songs with some Chicago artists but for the most part all of my features came from people from different cities and stuff like that Mm. oh so would you uh say you feel in the music scene 
in Alabama more than Chicago, or is it kind of like 50-50? It's kind of like 70-30. It felt like I came down here and just became a rapper, really. Like, that was my lifestyle. Mm. So kind of list some of the artists you work with so far and uh, what artists you want to work with in the future. Um... I've worked with Hot Boy Ty, OG Pressure, Tata from Top from uh Too Pretty, um, BBG J Rock, Joels from Chicago, uh, a couple of artists that sing, and really that's all I got under my belt. Artists I want to work with, I definitely want to do a song with Nicki, definitely Drake, Dirk. I like Gorilla Pimp. Like she got a nice little flow. <laughs> I do scratching with her. <laughs> I was listening to her the other day, and I was like, "Should I be listening to this? Because this this, this bop, dog. Like, oh, <laughs> it, like okay, when that song tomorrow first came out, like I liked it, but you know how everybody, you know, overhype stuff and hype stuff up. So I kind of let it, I let it marinate for a little minute. Then I listened to it for myself, just so you know. And man, I'm like, bro, this is a whole affirmation. Like, she said, uh, what she say? Ain't fucked up by no credit store. I'm like, you hey, hey, that's a, hey, that's a real <laughs> stuff though. Like, people yeah, like, be happening, you know. <laughs> like, people don't be caring about their credit score. They be trying right. to get money. <laughs> that's some real shit though. I ain't gonna lie when Cardi, I was like, man, that was one of the hardest verses that I heard in a minute by her. I was like, she smacked up. Icing on the cake for that one, for real. Cardi got on there and just, I don't know what got into her, but she did her shit on there. I think she smacked that song because uh, she genuinely likes her. Because you could tell, like, by the energy in the music video, like, how they was with, like, she really enjoyed doing that video, mm-hmm. so. It seemed like it didn't even take long for them to collab and do that song, because the, the original song had just came out not too long before that, and I yeah, remember. all she had to do was just remove that second verse and put Cardi verse on there. Yeah, the video go hard, too. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I had looked at the video a couple of times. I, my favorite part of the song is when uh, Cardi said, uh, she said she had her foot on their neck so long, her foot gets stuck. I was like, she's up, man. Hey, she, she had a couple of little lines. I was like, damn, she's throwing shots, too. <laughs> but the video, I like the video. I just feel like Gorilla Pimp kind of, open doors for girls like me you know like she just herself naturally and right. unapologetically like the video I just I like how she was just doing her like you could tell nobody was directing her or, you know mm-hmm. so definitely yeah we have to normalize that in uh society in general just not in hip-hop you know just because like a lot of people just be thinking that they had to put out this certain image or to be accepting and stuff like that. But once you make it to that point, like, I mean, shoot, you should want to be yourself You because it's going to be harder to keep up a false image. You would be surprised how many people can relate to this, the real shit that you actually going through versus what you just saying to make somebody like your music. Right. Yeah, she's hard. I was like, I was telling my boy the other day, I was like, man, like, she really... 
can rap. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's the Memphis accent for me. <laughs> so, uh, what would you say is your uh, most successful project so far? Um, a lot of people like uh, the lit. It was kind of about a robbing somebody. <laughs> And it was storytelling, so I, I guess people really like storytelling. But uh, that song, uh, Pay For It, I did that with Marco Gotti. They like that one, too. Okay. Uh, All On Me is a favorite, too, and um, Dedication to Mary Jane. I, I think I'm going to do a part two to that one on my next project. Okay. So, uh, what are some uh, things you like doing in your spare time when you're not doing music? Um, <clears throat> I write, of course. I like reading, traveling. Uh, I meditate a lot, believe it or not. Um, I don't know. I'm really just an adventurous type of girl, really. like I like to just... Do new things. Oh, okay. So I'm always up to do something. I don't care what it is. No, I can feel that. So, um, what are your short and long term goals as far as your uh, music career? Um, I don't think I have no short term goals. My long term goals, I definitely want to sign a distribution deal with somebody to, you know, build my fan base. Uh, then eventually start my own label, you know, and help other artists like me. Um, I really just want to go as big as I can with this music because it's something I'm really dedicated to. Okay. Uh, how often do you be going to the studio and uh, laying stuff down now? Uh, well, as you can see, I've got my own little setup, so I'm really practicing on that recording myself uh the last time I went to the studio was probably back in February um I go but it's kind of harder here because I don't know the I I don't know <laughs> <laughs> like the few um engineers I didn't work with here it's just I I want somebody that can you know really critique my sound like and tell me when I'm you know doing something wrong versus just going there and just getting my money in that's it right so that's what I'm looking for a real engineer that can work with me as an artist yeah I can feel that so um as far as the rest of this year and uh 2023 uh kind of um uh, list some things that you got coming up as far as projects, things like that, and um, for thing uh, for people to look out for. Uh, I'm actually working on my next project. I think I'm gonna drop it maybe in March of 2023. That's what I'm aiming for. Um, I want to do some videos. Uh, I, I'm really trying to go to um South by Southwest this year. Well, next year. And really net network with other artists, producers, ETC. <laughs> 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 
Okay. Uh, how do, how do you want people to perceive you? That motherfucker can rap. Saying <laughs> <laughs> some real shit. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. Real like I'm. I really try to really talk about stuff I go through so it can be relatable to other people. So I really try to stay in that lane with it. Oh okay. Yeah. So would you uh, you say uh, music music is kind of uh, therapy for you? It is. It really is. I really want to be a singer if we're going to be honest that's what I've been really trying to get in the habit of doing singing oh yeah well you uh you ever tried to play around with it and do like a mixture of both like singing on one hook and then like rapping on them you know I I do actually the last song I dropped I was singing okay yeah but um do you have uh, anything else that you uh, want the people to know as far as like what you got coming and uh, things you got going on and uh, let people know how to find you on social media and things like that? Um, My social media is Money Mitch, M-O-N-E-Y, M-I-C-H-773, Instagram, Twitter, uh, TikTok, all the same. I'm open to work with any artist really i'm not too picky um really just whatever y'all can you know do to help me help us then i'm with it so absolutely <laughs> what's uh what's uh also uh you being uh just uh snoring out as an artist and things like that uh for anybody that that step one that ain't even dropped the song out yet kind of uh give some advice for like an artist that just started like they ain't dropped the song out yet they ain't got no apple music account or nothing like they just be like all right i'm about to rap what's something that you didn't know that you was gonna come across that you know other artists would come across when they first start out you know especially as a female because i know it's like certain stuff you know that a dude if he started rapping he probably wouldn't have to go through um practice real talk practice like one thing my biggest pet peeve when I'm working with other artists is we get in the studio and they really don't know they verse or they not comfortable and that's why I say practice like get comfortable with your verse so where you know it frontwards and backwards uh take be good like be good with taking criticism good or bad um ask questions hell because I really used to try to do everything on my own and it was like okay at some point I do need help so I was open to that um networking uh you know TikTok stuff like that do all of the little challenges just try to stay involved really okay and uh, what's something that caught you off guard about being in a um, rap game that's uh, that you didn't think would come about, you know, as you started rapping? Oh, uh, what you mean by that? Like, you know, when you said, all right, I'm going to rap and I'm going to pursue this, what's something that you didn't know about that 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 caught you off guard that 
kind of threw you for like a loop per se that you didn't you that you you know because you know things certain things about stuff before you start actually doing it but something that you didn't know about that just came out of nowhere you know um I would say you can't do it by yourself mm-hmm. and money like I mean that's kind of pretty obvious but I didn't think it was you know that serious like you really have to have money behind anything you do with music um try to just you know build you a team and do it like that versus trying to independently do everything by yourself because it is real hard mm. okay and uh what's your uh your youtube channel i um i don't think i heard you say that um uh, it's money mitch 773 okay yeah but yeah, um, I appreciate you um coming on a podcast and uh, you know, anytime you want to come on, you can uh come on anytime. And I'll do at least I probably at least record at least once a week, sometimes three times a week. Yeah. I just did an episode yesterday with an artist. So, I'm waiting on that. Um did you drop the interview with uh damn Derez Deshaun? No, it's uh it's dropping on uh November seventh. Yeah, I'm waiting on that one. <laughs> well, I got a big one dropping next week, uh next Monday, uh Shawty Lowe Jr. Oh yeah, you told me about that one too. Yeah, yeah. he just dropped on Monday. Uh, you know, he got real deep. He talked about the last conversations he had with Shawty Lowe, like right. relationship, everything, like, you know. Okay. I'm definitely gonna be looking forward to it then. Yeah, that one, uh, what you call it, it'll drop next month too. Uh, future artists, uh, free band test, and then DMX artists, one shot deals. And uh, I know E Blue drop at the end of this month too. He's an artist from uh, from Houston, but he got a song with uh, with Eric Bellinger. Mm-hmm. I love him, he's a good ass singer. Oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> Eric Bellinger kind of slept on as an artist. I, I feel like he's big, but I feel like he should be a little bit bigger than what he is. I don't know. He, I think he a better ghostwriter to me. He got a lot of behind us. He got his foot in a lot of behind the scenes um, music, like songs I didn't even know he wrote. Oh yeah, yeah, it's like that for a lot of people. Like, uh, like my guy uh, Vory. You know, I do security for uh, Vory. Yeah, he's he don't wrote songs for. Dre, Beyonce, uh, he don't drop songs for so many people before. That's he- what I'm trying to, because I, I write for people too. I actually um wrote two songs for this this dude that I work with. um, And they turned out pretty good. I was kind of jealous because it was like, damn, I wish I could sing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a nice hustle though, especially if you was to like take a week or so. And just go to Atlanta or something, and you just run across some people. Be like, hey, I'm a ghostwriter. You know what I'm saying? You run into somebody that got a got a name, but he ain't like the biggest, but he got a name big enough to where people know who he is. Right. You know, and he pay you a nice piece of change. You know, people be paying for that stuff. <laughs> so now it's a nice, it's a nice because a lot of people. I feel like it's a lot more ghostwriters now than ever. Like I feel like. Back in the 90s, like with Tupac and Jay and Lil Wayne, and then when they first came out. They normalized they, it back in the day. It well, wasn't they, to do it. 
Well, they really wrote they. There's a lot of people that really wrote they stuff, like the old the OGs. But now, like a lot of these newer artists, you got a few that write they stuff, but a lot of people be having writers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I didn't know um Lil Yachty was writing for City Girls. I just found that out. I heard a lot of people was writing for them. <laughs> like I heard three people, and one of them I know personally. <laughs> I honestly think they should have uh let Saucy Santana be a ghostwriter for them because he his music is definitely nice. Like oh yeah. But yeah, the thing about that ghostwriting, when you get to that level and you writing for like big artists, you uh they make you sign them agreements and stuff. You can't even tell nobody like, hey, I wrote for this <laughs> It's a secret. Yeah, but hey, they're gonna pay you a nice piece of change though, so that's worth shutting up, you know. Absolutely. I I wouldn't say a word either. <laughs> like, oh, you gonna pay me? You gonna pay me a million to write five songs with this motherfucker? All right, <laughs> ain't nobody gonna know about this. I don't even think Mon Duke's gonna know about this. Well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah, yeah. I appreciate you coming on the podcast and uh this concludes the day episode and uh you know anytime you want to come on you know you know how to uh get in touch with me and just reach out or whenever you about to you know drop something and you want people to know about it you just hit me up and we can uh set something up and i appreciate everybody supporting the podcast uh special shout out to uh, all my supporters i'm almost at uh 2300 subscribers on youtube and um, I got over hundred. Huh? I said that's good. Them good numbers. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, yeah. I've been averaging like um, like a little bit over two hundred subscribers a month. Mm-hmm. And I got over a hundred thousand views on my channel now. So I'm just trying to grind and get. I think that the Rest to Shine interview gonna do it for me when that drop. And the other one too. I ain't gonna say, but the freeway hint. <laughs> oh yeah 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 i have to get back with his manager because um i ain't set that up yet yeah but but yeah that, yeah that, yeah them two definitely yeah i'm definitely like i said i love the restaurant so i'm waiting on that one yeah yeah we talked for an hour <laughs> yeah it was we he, he real he a real solid dude yeah he seemed down to earth too yeah yeah he real solid but but yeah, um, you have a good night, and you know, um, when whenever you want to come on, just uh, hit me up. Okay, you have a good night too. Or you too. All right.